When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. I'm Andy White and I'm joined by... Felice. And I'm also joined by Jerry White, SEO Technical Director of Site Visibility. Hi. We're talking to Jerry today about international SEO um, and what companies need to know about it. Um, so, Jerry, are you all right just to give us a little intro? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, international SEO is a big topic at the moment because loads of websites and companies are trying to kind of target more of the the European the and also the growing markets uh, from China through to Australasia through to anywhere else that you know they're trying to target. And it's it sometimes seems quite a lot simpler. You just have to translate your content and and that's as far as you need to do. But actually there seems to be a lot more to it nowadays. Um the great topic basically is localization versus translation. Yeah. And that's where I think things become much, much more interesting. Um one of the things that I've sort of spotted is the fact that companies tend to translate their websites and not look at the difference in the actual audience. So, for instance, do they actually take credit cards? Do they take the same kind of, uh, do they expect a different kind of postage delivery? Do they expect very, very different things? Germans, for instance, do they expect a different kind of guarantee to people in the UK? Do they use a totally different uh, social network, for instance? And the thing that I've kind of found most interesting recently, because I come from the technical side, is also how to make sure that the right content surfaces, because invariably Google will get it wrong. And we've been using something called hreflang on a number of clients before, and it works very, very effectively at times. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about hreflang. Um, how does it actually work? So hreflang allows you to kind of say this for this particular country and this particular language, this is the right content. It's very similar to the canonical tag, which everybody knows and loves, but it'll allow you to kind of say this and this content is basically the same page, but translated. It allows you to also sort of say the regional versions of it. For instance, the Mexican Spanish, very similar to Spanish, Spain's Spanish, but maybe the subtle differences and you want to surface one in particular area. And it will allow you to do it at that granular level. So it does work very, very effectively. Okay, and do you know that um, are many companies using it at the moment? Not so many yet, because it's relatively new. It's only a, a year or two old, and people have been trialing it. Um, because you can do it in sitemaps, you can you can't always tell when companies are doing it very well unless you look within the sitemaps. But yeah, some companies are starting to do it. There's um, a few football companies and a few um, retailers are doing it, but generally, I haven't yet seen very many implementations of it. Okay, so this is about the difference between just presenting the content 
in the native language and actually taking into account the almost cultural um, differences and expectations of the audience. A great country for this is um, Canada. They've got multiple languages, uh, but a lot of it is similar kind of information. Uh, one thing that they would like is like the French version for the French and the English version for the English. But equally, it's North America, so they don't want the same as the French copy, which might have subtle differences in what they provide and how they supply it, and even the versions and things like that. So that's why hreflang is really, really useful. You can tell Google that, you know, at a certain level, um, all of the Spanish goes to this page, but then, you, as you say, you can kind of dig down into a, a much more granular level. And Google will always surface the, the best content it can. Google's quite good at that generally. And it actually looks at the language that's set on your computer rather than just the language that you that it thinks it should provide to you. So it tends to help people quite a lot more than people realise. So if a website owner wanted to see how their site may be currently displaying in other countries, um, is there an easy way for them to do that? Yeah, um, historically, we'd use proxies and we're trying to figure out ways of doing it. But we found a great website recently called iSearchFrom. And this allows you just to kind of go, I want to search from a particular country and you can even override the language. So I might, for instance, want to look in Switzerland and say I search using German. And it allows you to search from that country, that language and see what the results are. And it's often surprising. We've often found that the results we'd expected aren't the results we get. How does this work with, I mean, traditionally, you know, Google, a lot of websites just implement uh, or install Google Translate to change the, the language of the page depending on, on where you are. How does the hreflang that you're talking about work better than the Google tools? So Google's quite happy with people using Google Translate for a lot of things, but it isn't really the best approach. Sometimes translation will go wrong. We've seen many, many cases where things will be slightly misinterpreted. And using automatic translations, it doesn't always lead to a, a correctly... What's the word for it? It doesn't, it's not a literal translation, it's a direct translation. Um, the other side of it is the fact that many companies do translate their web pages rather than localize it, and that's led to some comedic events like um, we've all seen the, the web page where it says, um, I'm out of the office at the moment, and there's even a sign in Wales which basically says, Yeah, for translations, please send this to us, such and such. And that's actually a, a famous road sign in Wales. So is that where um, someone's <laughs> submitted a phrase to be translated? They've got someone else, someone's out of office yep. and they've used that. And they've cut and pasted it on. Because yeah. obviously they don't speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> there are other more humorous um, answers, but I can't really tell them on this podcast. Yes, you get these people that put it through translate a few times, don't they, for a mm. few cycles and just get complete rubbish out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not always, yeah, not every word has a direct equivalent, does it, mm-hmm. in, in different languages you... One thing it will try and do is translate names as well. So if you've got a name like um, White, for mm. instance, great name, um, it will try and translate that, of course. Right. So, of course, there's specific names or product names. Um, you know, we, obviously you've got, you know, nouns that it will try and translate that. So, again, you're, you're losing. It just makes sense. So yeah. we, would, we would become Jerry Blanc and Andy Blanc exactly. if we were translated <laughs> French. Yeah. yeah. So with obviously everything that this does, it all sounds really, it all sounds really good. Um, but how easy is it for website owners to implement something like that? Actually, the hreflang is really simple to implement, at least on a small level. It's basically a single line of metadata, the same as the canonical tag. And as long as you're doing it to a few countries, that's quite easy as a trial. If you do want to do a more advanced implementation, you can do the same like an XML sitemap. And that, again, is quite easy to do. It just requires you to be fairly confident in something like Excel, and you can put it together fairly easily yourself. Um, failing that, then of course you get in touch with a really good SEO agency. <laughs> nice little plug there at the end. 
So obviously it sounds really, it sounds pretty simple to implement. Um, for those of us that perhaps aren't so au fait with the coding side of things, is there a place we can point people to for a starting point somewhere? Maybe Google's normally pretty good at having how-to guides on these things. Yeah, Google's got full um, support on it all. They, they tell you all about how to do it, the advices on how to do it and how not to do it. And yeah, the, the only more challenging part is the ISO codes, which... I always go to Wikipedia for because it's the best place I can find to <laughs> okay. list every single country's Wikipedia uh, ISO codes. The other thing to do, of course, in Webmaster Tools is the fact it tells you how many impressions you're getting in the particular languages in the different countries. And that's a great starting point to see if it's worth going down this route, to kind of seeing if, if other countries are actually interested in your products. Oh, yeah, that's good. So I'm guessing, you know, your website's still visible mm-hmm. uh, in those countries already. Yep. So understanding if people are coming, yeah, making that decision if it's worth it. Because I assume it's, it's a fair amount of investment in terms of getting the pages actually all translated properly um, in the first instance. So you've got the version you want to show. Yeah, translation is often the more expensive part because, as I say, it's not just the straight translation. It's making mm. sure that you get somebody who's local to the country that can actually make sure that the subtle nuances are, are very, very important. I mean, we've all done conversion rate optimization in English, but we know that changing the words just a little bit will make a big difference. And of course, if you're doing that kind of thing for 20, 30 different countries, that's when, of course, things get really expensive. So starting with the right kind of text where there isn't a subtle joke hidden away in there that you don't really understand might be a, a great sort of starting point. Well, that's really good. Well, thank you for that. I think... Um when we obviously once once the podcast goes live, we'll um we'll include some links to some of those resources um in the description. And if anyone's got any questions, um do come back to us and maybe we'll do a follow up in a few weeks. Yeah, thank you very much, Jerry. So thanks for listening, everyone. It's sitevisibility.com slash IM podcast if you want to find us on the web. The email address for questions is podcast at sitevisibility.com and the telephone line is plus four four one two seven three two five six. 150 if you want to leave a, a voice question and also please review us on itunes and, and rate us if you feel so inclined so that's all from us today that's goodbye from me andy white and goodbye from me felice and from me jerry white until next time on internet marketing Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 